Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green with JT After Hours. You know, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and today we've got my good friend, Pat Boyle. Um, Are they going to put you in the... Oregon Broadcasters Hall of Fame? I don't think there's been a roaring call for it. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'd nominate. I'm not a member of anything anymore, but I would nominate you. I think it would be a, a good thing to do that for you. Because like I said, you survived the trifecta. You know, you, you were at KXL, KEX, and KPAM. And I've got KXL and KPAM down. But I, I don't think I'll ever see the inside of KEX. So um, never say never. Never say never. That's true. That's true. But anyway, you you had a very long and illustrious career. Now you're hosting some TV stuff too. Yeah, I'm um, I'm co-host of a show on Tualatin Valley Community TV called Smart Money, and the host is Julia Anderson, who really is savvy about investing and just money news. She was actually the um, business reporter for the Colombian for years. She also um, was a regular on KXL, did a weekly interview, and then also worked for the Portland Tribune. And she did this show with Joe Smith, who used to be at KJW. He moved out of town. He called me and said, hey, do you want to do this? And I said, well, I'm kind of not a real financial expert. I could be the neighbor who asked the everyman questions. And so sure. that's kind of that's kind of my role is um, just the person who doesn't know a lot about financing asking questions. But she's really good about explaining things. We we did a shoot this week and we talked about the latest COVID package. We talked about um, doing a custodial Roth IRA for your grandchild to get money. And then um, I forget what the other one was we did, but it's, we tape several shows once a month and then they go out on cable and um, people can watch and learn. So it's been fun to do. Good for you. I'm glad you still got your hand. You're, you uh, have done some movies like I have too, haven't you? Um, I have not, I've done TV shows. I was lucky enough oh. to be in all eight seasons of Portlandia and um I was an extra in leverage. They call it human wallpaper because right, you right. Just, you're not supposed to say anything. And then um, I've done some industrials as well. I still have an agent and do freelance work. And so I've, I've enjoyed that. Well, How about what you. movie were you in? I was a bad guy in the postman with Kevin Cosner. And then there was another uh, indie film that I was in briefly called the the director but i have no idea if it ever saw the light of day i don't think it did um but yeah i did that of course i've done tv commercials for a long time and uh i still do my 
cooking stuff here on am northwest and now i'm in tulsa and a couple other places uh so yeah we do that and the the cooking stuff for this show will be coming out in the spring because of covid i had the 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 set coming uh and it just took a while to get here for some new grills and different things like that um yeah and uh john breaker over at birdie ball sent us over a, a putting green that's in the background you know so nice we're but with covid everything kind of got delayed you know shipping transit that kind of thing uh was was kind of tough so i made the decision as we were like getting into the end of october that i would just hold off till spring till i got everything here maybe the covid stuff would be in check a little more and we could go forward like that now we Good. we actually shoot the the live stuff for television here at my home now and we just pipe it up there and then we cut the stuff for like tulsa send it to an editor and then he puts it together and we send it back there it's all it all happens the same day but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's amazing how innovative people have become uh since having to broadcast out of your home i know that the first smart money episode we did uh via Zo a zoom like feature i had my phone on the piano under some books and, and you can see the ceiling grate and now i have a tripod there you <laughs> okay. go so yes we've learned as we've gone along haven't we yeah we have i know you got the little the little circle thing for the those were originally developed i think for selfies and oh. because back when the days um at the quack shack that I was doing the cooking for the Oregon Ducks VIP things that uh -huh. we did. They came up with one of those. It was much bigger than the one, like my wife's got one that she uses, like you use yours. But the one that we had there was a bit larger and you could get half a dozen to a dozen people in the picture, but they would take the picture and then it would immediately post to whatever social media platform that the the subjects wanted it to i always thought that was kind of fascinating that is you know. interesting and i have a story that can uh connect golf and zoom okay uh i've been playing words with friends with my husband and daughter and you have to do a name and so i thought well what name do i want to do and so i i named myself she who golfs <laughs> which was fun and then i downloaded the latest um update of zoom and my siblings and i i have five brothers and sisters, every Sunday we have a sibling Zoom call. And I'm on my sibling Zoom call and my brother Mike says, hey, she who golfs, and I'm going, what? And so somehow <laughs> that that name that was from Words with Friends got on my Zoom and I yeah. thought, oh, I, I don't want, you know, so I'm at a William Temple board meeting on Zoom and it's she who golfs or I'm yeah. at church and it's she who yep. golfs. So I had to, I don't know how that happened, but I had to go in and <laughs> name myself on Zoom. But I just thought that was kind of funny. No, that's, that's great oh, stuff. That's great stuff. Oh, hold on just a second. I'm letting the traffic pass through the kitchen to the other part of the house because they're okay. talking. <laughs> so um, anyway when um when is it hard let me rephrase that it i know that you tried to get link your husband to golf a long time ago and he didn't have much to do with it i'm in that kind of same situation with with my wife she she's like go go golf do do your you know whatever um 
she's had five sets of golf clubs over the years. Really? I've had, I've had two. <laughs> well, did so, you keep buying them for her? Did yes. she keep buying them for herself? No, no, I did. I did, but I never, they never once saw the course. So um, now we kept one set for her in case she ever gets inspired. But like that, is it hard? My, my question is, Pat, is it hard to work that out that your, your husband, your wife, your partner, whatever it is, who doesn't golf to understand our passion and obsession with this silly game and you know, you leave them at home to go be away for four or five hours and you come back and you're, even if you've had a rotten round, you're normally smiling and feel good because you've been outside and done all kinds of things and they're not. <laughs> no, I think, um, and I've been married 41 years. How many, you've been married many years as well. And I think you know each other and I think you want the other one to be joyful and Golf gives me joy and he knows yeah. that. And I think it's also a matter of being intentional that I, we have the things we do together. Uh, and I won't, as I say, golf my guts out because right. <laughs> I, I won't do that every day, but I think he, he's happy for me. And I, I also think that in retirement, you've earned the right to find your joy. And um, there's nothing written down that says couples have to do 100% of things together. And yeah. happily i've found um a lot of people who do like to golf and so it's it's fine and yeah i just make sure i think it's all about balance and intention i think as long as your partner feels valued and you're there for them you can go out and play 18 holes <laughs> yeah yeah i do you know i make sure especially well like today the weather is inclement but i make sure the lawn is mowed and i don't leave any of the garbage taken out you know flowers have been watered or whatever. <clears throat> and then I kind of, I just drift off to the golf course, you know, and she's fine with that. Um, but I know some guys that will go to the golf, <clears throat> gosh, I'm sorry, go to the golf course first and then try to do that stuff when they get home. I'm not really motivated to go ride a lawnmower when I get home. You know, I want to, I actually go turn on the golf channel and see what I missed on the tournament, whether it's LPGA or PGA or whatever it is. I check that out. Cause I'm so, I get in the zone, you know, and I, and I, my brain just works that way. I don't want to go do yard work or whatever. I want to, I will go to yeah. dinner. I will go to dinner afterwards, but you know, like that. I, I think you're right though, with the balance thing. Um, th this is our 30th year this year congratulations yeah we made it there was a few times it was a little dicey but and, and that was mostly my doing but uh, <laughs> um yeah i think that you've come to a place where it does bring you joy it does bring you kind of uh like you say you earned it you earned it you worked hard a lot of years and you earned it and i think that that is um, when you can get that stuff worked out, you've got it made clear to the finish line, I think. So that's just my, my view. And some people might disagree, but like I said, been around a long time, done those things, been very fortunate to travel and do stuff, but, um, I still like to go play golf. It's just fun for me. Um, what clubs are you using? 
um, I think they're Nike irons and I'm spacing on my driver and forward. Um, I should know. They're really great because I, and, and I don't know if this is a woman thing, but through the years being in scrambles, you get a golf club and gee, it's, it's new and it's free. I should use it until it's, you know, yeah. it doesn't work anymore. And I finally, um, I finally went to my golf pro, Shonda Imlay, and said, uh, some, fr some friends chipped in and gave me money for my 60th birthday. And they said, buy clothes, buy a club, buy lessons, whatever you want. I said, I'm going to buy a driver because I cannot hit my driver. So it helped to have someone say, someone who knew me, Shonda, say, well, you need this grip, this flex, and this will be good for you. And then I thought, as long as I'm getting a driver, I'd had a, I, I had a three wood. My fairway wood that was free, it was wonderful. I just couldn't hit it. And I thought, oh, it yeah. must be me. Well, she fitted me for um, uh, the fairway wood that would align with the driver. And I can hit him now in the simple joy of hitting a drive and your fairway shot. Two nice shots in yep. a row. Yep, yep. And I should run down to my car and see what they are because I, I should know this. But um, but anyway, it just, I, yes, women, you do deserve to get some better clubs because the technology has improved so much. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've been um, uh, fortunate. Uh, the Hogan people were very nice in their sponsorship of the show to make some clubs for me. Oh, and um, th they've been working great. You know, um, I wish I was playing more, but we all have the sob stories in our life. <laughs> but, you know, they, they've been really good. And before that, I played with uh, some Cobras. And a long time ago, I played with some Pings um, that weren't mine, but they were just given to me, you know, to use type thing. And uh, but they've all been pretty good pretty good clubs and um like you though every once in a while i find it my, my driver and it's me it's not the club it's me yeah they you know can't do that so i find myself like over at red tail in, in progress over there looking in the bins for different clubs you know do that i'm just uh i'm, I'm just kind of a nut about that because i and i've got a little a small collection very small collection of old uh, hickory shafted clubs that I've bought at uh, uh, yard sales and estate sales and stuff. I live where there's a lot of retired people. Mm -hmm. And, and um, so we never miss one of their sales because you never know what they've got in the garage, but I found some, some pretty good ones, you know, that are actually worth a few dollars and, and I've got a nice little collection of those. So I'm kind of a nut. Well, it, it's one of my friends I was playing with yesterday said, Oh, I have my old seven iron and my pitching wedge from my very first set. And she, and, and she crushed it. And we are talking about that. I think it's that there are clubs that give you confidence yeah. that you, you know, you can hit them. And so she felt in her brain, she felt sure that she could hit the shot and she hit her pitching wedge probably about as far as I'd hit my nine iron or, or so. And I'm going like, Oh my goodness. So, so it's interesting. She, she's had, had newer clubs, but didn't have the, level of confidence that she had with the older one. So she, she it, it was kind of a, a revelation moment for her. I have a Tom Watson 50 degree wedge that I've had for 20, 25 years. And I bought it used. Oh. Okay. Now I had it refinished and regripped, but even with my Hogan clubs, that old Tom Watson 50 degree is in the bag. 
it, the Hogan clubs are black. This one's shiny steel, you know, like that. But I love that club. I mean, that club has gotten me out of more jams uh, <laughs> that I put myself into, you know, over the years. And I just love that club. So it's, it's going to be around a long time. You know, it's, it's not going to wear out. Well, that it's good to have that kind of club. Now, let me ask you about the putter. Are you, sure. I, I know there are some people who keep changing out their putter because they haven't found the right one. Are you a putter crazy guy? I have a, a good assortment of them, <laughs> um, but I kind of come back to uh, one in particular, which is a Cameron that was given to me. Um, and then I've got another one, which is a Fisher, which has a kind of a rubber insert, kind of like the Odyssey putters and that. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that that club is better up here in the wintertime when the greens are damp for me. I don't know why. I don't even know the science behind it. But I do know that when we get and we get soggy greens up here sometimes, you know, they're wet. Yeah. Uh, and so I find that that one is easier for me to use on those. And the rest of the time, I pretty much use the Cameron because um, I've gotten very comfortable with it. I have maybe a dozen different putters. Really? Uh, yeah. But uh, I only really use those two um, and the Cameron the most. And I've been using that Cameron now for six, seven years. Yeah. Been a while. Mine, um, I did get free at a tournament, uh, and it's a, a Nike putter. And what Shonda suggested was that I have a, a fatter grip. So it's mm -hmm. a, a fatter grip now, and that, that seems to help. And I don't know, what there are certain things you hear like, oh, I should try that. And I read somewhere this, this season about um, for putting, make sure your lower body is still, that it's not moving at all, and that you're not looking after your putt and just keeping your head down. I thought, what a concept. And so yeah. <laughs> I've done that with a little more success. Yeah, yeah. And I like, you know, I have, like most people, I have little cups and stuff here in my in my office that I can put into if I want. Uh -huh. I've got the Delta putt and I've got some of these other things, but it, it's all those are great and they, they do help you, I believe, but there's nothing as good as getting out on a real green and putting in a, on the course, even if it's just the practice green. But I think that that feel, because to me, the practice green will always give you a, a sense of what you're going to be faced with out on the course you yeah. know the, the 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 greens on the course may be a little faster but you're going to kind of see the way the grass works and you know how they how they cut things or trim things whatever and so i just think that that's kind of a good thing to to go putt i think it's more important and i don't do it all the time my friend steve who you met um mm -hmm. he's always going and putting and doing that i guess that's why he beats me a lot but um <laughs> I think more so than, you know, warm up your body on the range, but spend more time over on the green and just kind of standard knowledge and practice. But I think that's really helpful, um, especially as we get a little older. You were talking about your grip. I've got a little arthritis in my hands from all those years in the horses and being outside and doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I've gone to those fatter grips on my putter. And I've also gone to a more cushion gripped on my regular clubs. Um, it just helps uh, when it's really cold and wet. Sometimes 
you know, they get a little stiff, your hands do. And, yeah. you know, especially when we're over the age of 12. So, you know, it works out uh, pretty good to have that, uh, that little shock absorber on there is the way I call it like that. It, it, it's pretty good. Um, do you, any of your kids play golf? Um, both kids have. Uh, we go up to Alawa Lake every summer and there's, oh, Alpine Meadows Golf Course. It's a nine hole course just right outside of Enterprise. And they've they've brought the clubs or rented clubs and, and played. But I think um, you have to have the right temp temperament and you have, at least for me, I had to not care that I really wasn't very good for a really long time. Sure. You just have to get over yourself, frankly. And then don't care. People really aren't watching you. They don't care. They're concerned about their own game. So they don't, they don't really play. My daughter's husband plays. And so she's hanging on to her golf shoes. And I have a, an almost four-year-old grandson. He'll be four in June. And I'm hoping that he will let grandma Pat teach him how to play golf. His, there. his grandpa on the other side plays golf too. So there's a good chance. Very good. Very good. I'll keep my eye out for some cut down clubs. Okay. I, I did, I did that. Steve's got two grandsons and I've kind of outfitted them with little, little tight clubs, you know, so it's pretty fun to watch them. Pat, thank you for being with me today. I do appreciate you taking the time to do this and celebrating our five-year, four-year, whatever it is, anniversary. I think it's four years uh, since I started this show. So, and you yeah, good for my you. first guest and um, we'll see what happens. We'll just do it again. Okay. Happy to do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that's it for uh, the after hours this week on Grilling at the Green. We'll be back next week with another show. Until then, have fun, take care, be kind to one another out there, please. Okay. We're good. Thanks, Pat. All right. Yeah. That was, did that give you what you needed? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I, I really um, wanted to hold off on the, the Trump thing, you know, cause it's just, if this country is going to unite, it has to be not the other, it has to be all of us. And so I right. just, that's, yeah. that's my thoughts about it. And I had a big conversation with my friend, Jim Dodson, who, uh, is now back writing for global golf post, but he wrote final rounds and wrote stuff for the golf channel. And, you know, he's like us. And, uh, we were talking the other day and he's actually met, you know, Trump a few times and interviewed him about golf stuff and all that. And he's, you know, he was the same way. He was talking about his training in journalism school and how, uh, let me back up a step. I got really ticked off because um, Rick Riley attacked Tiger the other day because Trump two years ago had given him the medal, the freedom medal. And he said, uh, Rick Riley attacked Tiger out on social media and said, Tiger, you're going to give it back. That medal's got blood on it now. And, you know, and it's just this really just random stuff. And I'm like, guys, don't do this, you know? And then we've had, um, Eamon Lynch and Alex Maselli, um, and a bunch of those guys that are very established golf writers and commentators, and they're all doing this. And I'm just thinking that's politics aside. That's the worst thing you could do for our game is start thinking about banishing people and this cancel culture that we talked about. I mean, yeah, there's times that Trump drove me absolutely batshit crazy. 
And there's other times I like some of the stuff he did, but that was me. But regardless of that, he's gone. He's two to four days from now, he's going to be out of here. So don't, don't do this to the world of golf is what my point was. It's kind of getting all caught up into it. It's just such a very sad time for the country. Nobody's happy. Everybody's concerned. And I'm taking um, through the Episcopal Church, it's a, a 10 part series called Sacred Ground, where it looks at mm -hmm. systemic racism and your part in it. And last Wednesday, when I was doing my homework for last Thursday night's class, the assignment was reading, there was an article about how libs and conservatives need to listen to each other and respect each other. And it was at that very moment, I got a <laughs> push notification from the New York Times, the Capitol's been breached. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, you know, I watching all that last Wednesday, I didn't know whether to weep or throw up. I mean, it's yeah. just, I, it's really, you know, so that, that's why golf is such a, a, a wonderful escape right now. Yeah. Just like, yeah. let me just leave all this unsettled, volatile, scary stuff. It's anyway, it's, it's a really scary time right now. Yeah, it is. I talked to my best friend who's a, a Vietnam veteran. He lives up on the coast in Washington. He used to work with me years ago. And I mean, he always had my back and I would walk through fire for that guy. Uh, he spent, uh, in fact, I've got his airborne ranger patch, his jump wings, his uh, army ranger graduation picture and a map of Hill 871, right here. You can't see it, but it's attached to the wall, uh, where he spent two tours in Vietnam. And, um, but he's a pretty low key guy, you know. And I called him last Wednesday and he said, I can't talk. He goes, This isn't, this isn't the country that I fought for. And he just said, I can't talk. And I certainly respect that because I, I've lived my life. He's lived his and being over there for what we used to call the Vietnam summer, um, you know, like that. So I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you that we all need to like take a breath <laughs> instead of attacking everybody. Why don't we listen to what they say? And if you don't like what they say, then come up with a better option, but don't do it while throwing bombs at each other. Okay. Yeah, there, there's the assumption that the other side is stupid. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's just, uh, anyway. Yeah, okay. Not to end on that despondent note, but um, yeah, so I don't know how far out you book your golf or whatever, but I, I have the farm cart at Langdon again, so I'm out there a lot. And then I don't know if you knew this, but the reserve is not going to have its vintage card this year. Oh, no, I didn't know that. They, they discontinued the program. But um, my friend, Karen Tracy, who worked at KPAM and K103, she works part time out there. And um, anyway, she was one of the ones I was golfing with yesterday. Her birthday's today. Mine's tomorrow. Our other friends was December 29th. So we had three birthday girls and then my cousin Maureen, who had to we made her golf last the entire day. And the birthday girls took turns going first. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, happy birthday tomorrow. Thank you. And thanks for uh, having me on and yeah. be in touch. Okay. I will. And uh, you take care and have a good time. Okay, Pat. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's see. How do I, there we go. <laughs>